It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. And welcome to Can Crushers, Mark Martinez alongside the English professor as we are going to talk about IWC Proving Ground from last night and join this show. Wow. Yeah, this was awesome, man. There were a few guys last night that had their very first matches, and I know you and I kept looking at each other, um, asking each other, like, is this seriously their first match? I mean, they were they were amazing. They were athletic. They told great stories. Um, it just was really good, uh, top to bottom. What a what a fun fun night. Yeah, for, for sure. But let's talk about some other things we have going on for Can Crushers before we actually dive into the show. Uh, I'm having a beer. Uh, I'm, I'm finishing off the Erie Brewing Company Johnny Rails beer that we got. Uh, wow. Uh, go ahead. How is it? Good? It, it's great. It's a pumpkin spice. I, I, I turn into, uh, the 40, 50 year old woman when it's pumpkin spice time. I'm on board with pumpkin spice. If I could like take a bath in pumpkin spice, I'm in. Oh my God. That's a, that's a visual right there. Right? Uh, I'm not, uh, one for anything pumpkin. So, but, uh, I'm glad you're enjoying your beer. Thanks. Hey, um, can I jump in with something real quick before we get to, IWC Proving Ground, Without and I know this, maybe this isn't the place for it, and I apologize ahead of time, um, but with, you know, well, fall's here now, and it's just kind of a, a reminder to do our due diligence as U.S. citizens. Uh, voting season is upon us, um, and that Can Crushers tournament, the first go-around the tag team tournament, was so much fun, um, and now we've got another tournament, King of the Ring tournament. You guys, these some of these matches are so close. Last I checked, Haku and the Magnificent Morocco was 10-7 Haku. So I can't stress enough to um, the Can't Crushers fans how important it is to get out there and vote. I mean, if you if you feel strongly about one of these wrestlers, then you got to vote for them. Because when it's this close, your vote really does count. So get out there and vote, guys. Yeah, your vote does count for the Can Crushers, King of the Ringery, King whatever Paul does say, however he says it. But it's the Can't Crushers, King of the Ring. And as of right now, yes, it is till, still 10 to 7. So uh, lots of matches. First round doesn't end until a week from Monday. So we, we got a week's worth of matches still in the first round. And we picked these matches together. Some of them are unbelievable. I, I'm leaving the my favorite match to uh, like midweek because I, I can't even imagine what's going to happen Two of my favorites. One's going home in the first yeah. week. And I, I'm not going to let it go. If you know him, you've listened to the show, you know which one I'm talking about. The Macho Man against Owen Hart. Yeah. Both of them could be in the finals, John. Yeah. And, and you know, one of them is going to go home round one. It's still a round one exit for one of them. But I know what you mean. You almost want to see them in there as long as possible. Even though one of them is going to be a round one exit, you hope that, you know, um, you save this match for later in the week, and even though they're around one exit, they're late round one exit because you just want them both around for as long as possible. Right, right. 
So, all right, let's dive into IWC. And right off the get, Team Storm was out for their celebration, bonanza, coronation, championship, whatever the hell they called it. And it was phenomenal. It was awesome, man. It was so much fun. Um, those guys are, uh, they're just so cool. I love to hate them. My son loves to hate them, uh, but they are so cool. You just can't help but be entertained when you watch those guys. And speaking of which, Sylvan gave Jack Pollock, (laughs) gave Jack Pollock the business last night that it threw Jack off a little bit. He he, kind of just was like, what? And then he looked at Sylvan and threw a ribbon at him. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jack is, the fans were booing, and Jack said, uh, I could do this all night long. And my son said something to the effect of, well, no, you can't. Eventually, you got to get dressed to wrestle, so you might as well shut up and get out of the ring. Right. And a lot of people heard it and laughed, and he called my son whatever he called him, a twerp or a punk, and told him, I don't listen to people like you, and he threw a ribbon at him, and... Oh, it was awesome. It was so much fun. Jack told him to sit down, and Silva's like, I'm already sitting. What are you oh, talking that's about? Right. What that's are you right. talking Shut about? Shut up and sit down. Shut up and sit down. He's like, I'm already <laughs> sitting down. God, what a little smart ass that kid is. Where'd he get that from? I don't know. His I mother. set him straight. His, His mother. mother. Yeah, she's a loud mouth. So, all in all, after they get done uh, with their celebration, and Jackson Argo finally gets helium balloons, so he was bitching about that all all day because I guess Party City didn't have helium, and my God. That's unacceptable. I I understand his anger. That's unacceptable. Right? The main event comes out and just puts it to Team Storm. Yeah. um, Jack Pollock uh, hit a table, didn't go through it, so they said, eh, we'll try it again. The second time was a charm, and they, uh, they blasted him through the table. Then Plummer comes out and announces the main event for October 6th at Unbreakable. It's going to be a six-man ladder match for the IWC Championship. And he throws, uh, Plummer turns down and dirty a little bit and uh, throws the main event in the main event. Uh, I like that subtle pause you did there to kind of give the audience an idea of where you're going with it. Good job. Good job. Yeah, the main event is in the main event. Little things I'm learning as uh, as we go. Yeah, yeah. Getting better. Getting better. Thanks. Thanks. You're, you're yeah. along with this ride as well. <laughs> uh, so first match on the night is one of Pittsburgh's favorite. Andrew Palace comes out, and he's going to face one of the rookies uh, who is linked with Katie Arquette, uh, the Man Dime. Yeah, that was, that was just a good match. I mean, the Man Dime, we've seen him. Out there with Katie Arquette. Um, I don't know that I've really... I mean, was that his first match? I can't really yeah. recall seeing him in too much action. Okay, wow. I mean, again, for a first match, there was nothing wrong with it. No. You know, it was very good. And, and he has the look. You know, he's he's yeah. chiseled. Uh, if you want to make a comparison, uh, his character is like Ty Dillinger. He's got a 10... Sorry, right on his right, right on his crotch. It right. says man dime on his rear. Um, so uh, comparison, he's he's uh, Ty Dillinger, and Katie's got a nice stable going on right now too. Yeah, she does, and she's a good talker. And I know it's about their work, and it is about their work. And she's a good worker, 
but she's a cutie. Uh, I got to put that out there. She's a cutie. Yeah, you uh, you ended up getting an autographed picture. I did with yeah, her last night. Uh, Sylvan yep. called you out. What's mom gonna say? Clearly, Cheryl's seen it by now. She did. Yeah, she saw it this morning. Yeah, all's well. All is well. And I figured, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, it's all good. So Palace does get the victory, but I'm shocked the way the Palace got the victory. An old school pile driver. We don't see those much. Paul Orndorff style pile driver. Yeah, it's good to see a match end with. Um, yeah, I don't want to say traditional move, but maybe in an old fashioned way, you know, not, not 10,000, uh, false finishes. Uh, it, it, it was just good to see a match end with, uh, something like that, a pile driver, something we all know because a pile driver used to knock people out. How many times have we said we're watching a match and we're like that match or that move would end a match 30 years ago. And just like any other sport, athletes get better. Um, but why not a pile driver end a match? Right, right. So I, I was fine with it. Uh, I see a lot of things for the man dime. I really do. I, I could see him going far. Yeah, and it's a cool name. I mean, we we gave him some crap with uh, man nickel and man penny, and I was full of jokes last night. But he he's cool. He's got a great look, and he put on a good match. He's got a good build. Um, I like where he's going. Yeah. Second match on the card, after Katie got mad at the man dime, he sent, she sent him back into the locker room. Katie stayed in the ring, and she took on Raylan and Jinx for the number one contendership of IWC's women's title held by Britt Baker. So let's talk about that. All right. That was also a really good match. Um, one thing, just to show you again how funny I am, during the course of that match, Raylan threw, like, you know, a kick to the head, like a Muay Thai looking kick and really uh, smacked Katie in the jaw. So at intermission, when I went to um, get my uh, autograph from her, I said, hey, Katie, I know she got kicked in the face pretty hard by Ray Lynn. Um, I know a dentist. I get it. I get Thanks. it. Thanks. And I, I left it. it at that. And I just kind of looked at her and she got it. She's like, oh, do you? Well, you just bring your dentist to me. And I'm like, oh, I will. She'll be there. And this so is all before This is all before you got your autograph, of course, right? While she was signing it. While oh. she was signing it. Well yeah. played. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. So Katie does end up winning the match um, with shenanigans. You know, it, she always finds like a cheap way to win. Uh, yeah. Jinx had just hit Raylan with a... Bulldog, kind kind of like a Stratisfaction Bulldog off the top rope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She had the win, John. Jinx was going to be your number one contender. All of a sudden, Katie, out of nowhere, drags Jinx off, rolls up uh, Ray Lynn for the victory. And let's go to Jinx real quick, because I, after the event, got to talk to Jinx backstage. So backstage with Jinx here at Proving Ground 7. Jinx, first let's talk about tonight. You got screwed over by Katie yet again. Oh, for sure. It's happened too many times now, man. But, you know, just got to come back, I guess. You, you see this battle coming more and more and more. And uh, Katie's on the card in two weeks. Are you going to be lingering around? You want to, you know, kind of do some payback to her? Oh, well, I mean... Can't really give away my secrets yet, but, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what I'm planning for that day. 
and you were on Rise here uh, a few months back yeah. in this building. And what a great thing Rise is for the women. Absolutely. I just want to give you your time to talk about that a little bit. Um, I think that females in wrestling in general is a very important thing, and it's becoming more uh, at large nowadays, especially with like intergender wrestling and bringing more female wrestling into things. So we're less of an attraction and more of equal athletes, which I think is very important. Without a doubt. uh, Actually, on Can Crushers, we talk about how the women's revolution is actually saving Raw and SmackDown because some of the other stuff has uh, gotten a little stale. So I give you guys, yeah, I give you you guys props. Uh, What's going? What's next? Then you know we know October sixth is you know uh, unbreakable. It. Court Time Sports and Elizabeth, but where's Jinx going? Are you going down south wrestling? Are you going where? Tell us what's going on with Jinx. Um, I'm going a little bit here and there for the next uh, few months into the next year. I mainly just want to uh, be able to do whatever I can, you know, be able to uh, just get as much experience as many places as possible wherever I can travel. So, uh, yeah, just kind of popping up wherever I can. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for spending some time on Can Crushers. And uh, we'll see you October 6th, probably. Maybe. So, Jinx still a little upset about that. I don't blame her, man. From from seating guests, from selling 50-50s to that close, that close to being the number one contender. Yeah. she's. We've talked about Jinx before, you know. I love her character. I love she's engulfed into her character and and she's great. She she's improving each time that we see her. I, she's going someplace too. I agree, man. And you know, it, when you listen to the interview like we just did, um you can almost this is going to sound crazy, but I could almost hear her like shaking like she does. Oh, she the, the, Yes. Was she? Is that what you're saying? Like the tremor in her voice? Oh yeah, she was mad. She was like yanking on her hair. She was oh <laughs> yeah, she was into it, and she's just she was fired up backstage. And I'm like, oh man, she's gonna hit me with a chair or something. I love her intro too. I don't have to tell you anything. That's just such a great intro song. Um, she's fun. Again, it's something that's a little different. It's a cool name. It's a cool look. Uh, it's a cool intro. I like everything about her. I think she needs to stick with it because I think she's going to be really good. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Let's stay same match, but let's shift over to Ray Lynn now. As Ray Lynn, most experienced in the match, I, I was pulling for Ray Lynn the whole way, thinking, you know what, we've seen the Ray Lynn Brit matches before, but. The Raylan Brit matches are like the Stone Cold Rock matches to me. You know that you never get tired of them. Yep. 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 So we talked to I talked to Raylan as well, and here's what she had to say. Pretty much same thing. I, Katie's got a target on her back from both of them, John. Uh, I wouldn't want to be her. And we're backstage with Raylan here at Proving Ground. Raylan, tonight's match, you kind of got screwed over a little bit. Jinx hits you, and then Katie comes in, and what's Pulled going on? win, right? So I feel like every time I'm in Pittsburgh, I kind of get screwed. That's why I try not to wrestle here too much. What's uh, up with that? I don't know. It's like, it's my hometown, but maybe it's because I don't claim it. It's karma. You I sh- never tell anyone I'm from here. You should, though. You should. Maybe you, I should. You would be light. Especially, let's talk about why I really want to talk to you. Okay. Rise. 
Rise has been blowing up everywhere. You've been all over the United States. You and Karen Q, the last time I saw you, you were fighting Paradise Lost. You kind of got off kilter a little bit, but what's going on there? So Rise is an amazing opportunity for all women wrestlers, and I think that if you want to invest in yourself and you want to invest in wrestling, you should spend a little bit of time and go to one of their seminars. It's uh, worked out for me greatly. I did the first one. It didn't go as well for me. So uh, about a year later, I decided to do my second one. Yeah, I gotta go do some talking, okay? Okay. And then um, my second one went really well, and they put me on the roster. My first match there, they teamed me up with Karen. We didn't really see eye to eye, but no, now... Slightly. Right? But now uh, we're a tag team, and we started winning matches recently. You did, and you, like yes. I said, you had the tag team title match, you lost, but... But we're working together now. Right. And how is that karma? How did that all turn about? Uh, I have no idea. You know, we, we kept losing and losing and losing, and neither one of us want to lose. I it mean, was all Karen's fault, though. It's always Karen's fault. I mean, you know what? No. Karen is such a good wrestler. Karen is so good. She's my she's my favorite. Absolutely. Even though I am still 75% of the bones of contention. Right. Right. right without a doubt. Yeah. So, where is Raylan going? Not right now. You're probably going to Chuck E. Cheese or something because I know that's the way you roll. But right. where are you going now? What's up next for Raylan? So, I really have a lot going on. Like, crazy. Uh, it's actually mind-blowing how much is about to happen. I'm only allowed to give details about a little bit of things right now. Um, next week, I'll be wrestling in Pittsburgh. And then after that, I will be going to do WOW tapings in L.A. On the 10th and 11th. So, Chantelle Coachella is back. And that's my other alter ego. Then I will be in Vegas. And then, who knows? Who, I like the who knows. I like the who knows. I'd like to pick your brain, but I'll leave it go because I know where it goes from there. Yeah. So, Raylan, thank you for the couple minutes here on Can Crushers. Do you have anything else you want to say, fans, anything? Because I'm going to tag you in everything. Yeah, absolutely. You can follow me on Instagram, Raystar5. That's R-A-Y-S-T-A-R-5. And then on Twitter, Ray underscore Lynn. R-A-Y underscore L-Y-N. And you're always doing something. You're always doing something on Facebook uh, between you and your husband, Dylan, who if you heard about two seconds ago, he's going to talk now. He's going to stage. talk to someone, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I want to thank you for being on Can Crushers, and I hope we can connect again. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, so Ray Lynn is from Pittsburgh. Who knew? I had no idea. I thought she was from Hollywood or Platinum Tour or wherever she was from. Right. But... I like the uh, little teaser she threw out at the end. Uh, uh, lots of stuff going on, and she can't tell us. Yeah, and... can't really talk about it much. That's exciting stuff. I'm happy for it. So that brings me, of course, somebody that always wants to speculate. When you can't talk about stuff, John, this I want to talk about. Um, there's two big companies that have a lot of women stuff going on. We possibly see uh, Ray Lynn in the ROH Women's Division or Performance Center. You know, uh, we, sure. we we know a lot of uh, women. We know a lot of women. We know a lot of women uh, getting signed by the Performance Center. Don, Deanna Peraza just went there. Yeah, it's my girl, my uh, my Jersey Italian girl. Brits living in Florida, and I I you can see me on Skype. I did my quotes just to get the yep. quota in for yep. the quotes for the show. Mark did the quotes. He met his quota. So, uh, 
A lot's going on with the Performance Center, and it, it happens for either or. Uh, congratulations, Ray Lynn, but it's speculation from me. I will take yeah. full blame, whatever. It's speculation from me. So, all right. Let me, uh, one other quick thing about Ray Lynn. I thought she was very good in the match. Uh, she's gotten better. I got to be perfectly honest. I miss the old Ray Lynn. I miss the old Dylan Bostick, the absolute just garbage trash couple that, you know, she comes out and, Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus. Oh, I loved it. It was just so trashy. You love to boo them and hate them. Um, Those are the good old days of uh, IWC. I I miss that a little bit. I miss that old, just mean Ray Lynn. She sounded a little too sweet in that interview for my liking. Oh, wow. Wow. She's a sweetheart. Uh, As you can tell by the picture, uh, Ethan, before we even started the interview, John, Ethan's like, I want a picture with you, Ray Lynn. So, <laughs> right? He's not stupid. All right, moving al- moving along because uh, we're only on the second match. The third match is Chris Larusso against Wardlow, and it- these two can put on a show anytime. Anytime. Yeah, it-, it forwarded the story, um, and that's what it was supposed to do. I liked um, the big uh, babyface bully kind of throwing the little punk around, the kid who won't shut his mouth, just grabbing him by the throat and flipping him head over heels and smacking him around. Uh, enjoyable match. Chris LaRusso kind of is turning into a pirate, though. I, I don't know what the hell he had on. Fashion police coming out, so I don't know what the hell that shirt is that he had on last night. He looked like a, a pirate from <laughs> Pete's Pirate Brigade or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what that was either, but it was all right. Um, uh, whatever. Wardlow ends up winning the match because Balk comes out and interferes in the match and a lot of chaos goes on and then they double-team Wardlow, but he he clears both of them of the ring. Yeah, I, I don't remember uh, which of the three... Oh, I was going to say, who was the ref for that match? It was uh, it was a rookie ref who just got whooped. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah uh, he got beat up. He got his ref shirt torn off. He got his tank top torn off. And I know he's a rookie ref, but dude, like, what constitutes a disqualification? I know eventually he called the DQ, but eh, Bulk Nasty was in there for a while before he finally threw the match out. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, and actually the ref was hit several, several times. I mean, Justin Plummer, uh, we counted probably $30,000 in fines. If if we're going, Justin, if we're going by the Gorilla Monsoon um finds finding system we're striking a referees five thousand dollars mark and i counted six maybe seven strikes on the referee so that's 30 to 35 grand that uh, bulk nasty's out i hope it was worth it bulk right moving along again djz is back in iwc and he's going to face another rookie and th- this is the one that I think, John, me and you are uh, salivating over, really. The American Daredevil, Johnny Patch. Oh, wow. That was so good. DJZ has always been good. Um, he main evented, obviously, as champion in IWC in years past. He's better than ever. He's just as good as anything I've seen anywhere. He's a real pro. They, again, told a great story. I actually yelled at him and, and said, just end this already because he was just beating on this kid um and he uh he took him a little lightly a couple of times and the young kid uh nearly got an upset 
I was just going to say, Patch was resilient, though. He just, he wasn't going to back down. He got up. Like Razor Ramon says, it's not how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He kept fighting back. Um, and then again, at the end, DJ Z announces, can you believe this was this kid's first match? No, I cannot. Like, who's training these people? These guys are incredible. Right? Uh, one note of this is Patch takes a clothesline better than anybody I've Holy seen cow. in yeah. the world. This kid is just boom. I, I would love to see him take a, a clothesline from Stan Hansen or uh, Bradshaw just to see how he, they're amazing. They're yeah, epic. yeah. He he took a beating really well. The only thing I will say is if you if you ask me to to grade this match, I'd give it a four out of five stars. What kept it from five? Um, again, it was his first match, but towards the end, I know we were kind of saying like, he just looked, he looked gassed, which is understandable because they worked at a breakneck speed. Um, and you could say like, you know, in a real world fight, maybe you are going through the motions and, and you're trying to defend yourself, but it, it did look like there was a point where he was going through the motions and I think it was just fatigue setting in and then maybe he got a second wind and finished strong. But that's the only thing that would keep me from from giving that match a perfect score. I mean, it was beautiful from start to finish. Okay, and if you're going to start rating stuff, do it the way that we do it on Can Crusher. I'm sorry. It's it, six it's out of beers. six beers. Come on six now. Of, I'd give him five out of six beers. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, a little bit of an intermission. That's when you went over and swooned with Katie. Yep. Uh, and then after the intermission comes out the Fatal 4 tag team match. And, wow, uh, it was Mambo Italiano and Billy Ruxpin versus Officer Dan and Philip Archer versus Jamie Jameson and Jason Tyler and the Sadie Gang. First and foremost, we're, we're going right off the top. The Sadie Gang wins this, okay? Uh, right. Another Night, Another Dreamer by uh, The Real McCoy. If this, yeah. this should have been instantly an entrance song the day that it came out. It's just, we can't gush about enough about the Sadie gang and how fun they are. Yeah. And when they were playing the song, we were like the only guys dancing. We're like, what's going on here, everybody? Get up and dance. And then when the match started, you said to me, they could just play that song for another five minutes and have Sadie gang dancing. And I would be fine with that. I would too. Those guys are a blast, man. They're a party wherever they go. One thing I'd like to have this tweaked, I know the Sadie gang, uh, props to the other guys in it as well, but um, I, I want to see the Sadie gang bring out Sadie like the British Bulldogs brought Michelle yes! out. Yes, that would be great. But you know what? That The only thing that concerns me about that is uh, somebody like Team Storm would steal the dog like the Islanders did. Yeah. And I don't want that for Sadie. Right, yeah, Sadie, Sadie's. Uh, but great first match. For uh, Philip Archer, he looked great. Uh, I, I, again, I, I like Jamie Jameson. Jamie Jameson is just, he, he should be in that high stakes run all the time. If not a uh, heavyweight thing, uh, title. Jameson has just improved through this yeah, last year. For sure, I agree with you. And he's got a good look too. And uh, I think he's like he's a local guy, right? Yeah. He's from the area. Yep. Yeah, he's um, he's just got a good country look about him imagine that um, he's called the country hammer you jackass imagine that right yeah so he's aptly named um yeah he's gotten better in the ring i'd like to see more from him yeah 
Moving along, the next match is Atticus Koger with Remy LeVay against Sean Phoenix with Hooven. This match, all hell broke loose, John. It really did. Um, after it was over, I think there was more that took place outside the ring than inside the ring. There was a scaffolding there, which was curious. Like, why is there a scaffolding here? Were they putting something up, you know, earlier and just left it there? Evidently, um, they had plans to, to use this thing. It got pretty scary with guys jumping off of bleachers, Hooven jumping off the bleachers, and guys jumping off of scaffolds. And uh, it was scary because I thought Dan Hooven blew out a knee. He had trouble walking and had to be helped to the back. Nice segue as I spoke with Dan Hooven after the event as well. And here's what he had to say about this match and the the injury that he did have. All right. Well, I hope he's okay. And we're backstage with Dan Hooven. Dan, not in a match tonight, but you did get involved, kind of screwed over again by the culmination. But your boy, Bearcat, comes out from nowhere to make the save. But uh, first and foremost... How's that knee? Uh, it's it's okay. That was quite the quite the uh, jump, I guess. Uh, I was trying to just do a big axe handle, do something, and next thing I know, there's a trash can flying at me, and then the ground. So it needs, it'll be okay. Ice it up tonight. Ice uh, it up, yeah. A few beverages, maybe rub, it'll help it out. Rub some dirt on it, and kick back a few beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where's this going with the culmination? It's far from being over. These guys are just, you know, a cancer in IWC right now. Yeah, you know, I, I never expected to be, be a part of this at this extent, but, you know, I've been around for a while as a photographer, now as a wrestler, and Keith Hott is one of the most genuine human beings in the world. And when I saw them pretty much attacking and assaulting him, I wasn't going to stand by. And to this day, you know, it's it's not over by a long shot, because I'm, we're, not, we're, we're still here. Their brother, Otis, he's done. For how long, though? I mean, I, I, last month he got his face burned, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? No, but as long as as long as long Atticus and Remy are, are in IWC and they're still doing what they're doing with Keith, myself, or Phoenix, I'll be around as long as I need to be. And Phoenix, nice addition that you guys pulled out of your pockets last <laughs> month. He's, first of all, stealing the show in IWC. Yeah, no, Sean, uh, you know, I've known Sean for a number of years. Very athletic, needs that energy. He could be that X factor that we've needed. And I think at Cage Fury, we all saw that he provides that difference. That he does. Difference maker. He's a difference maker. He definitely is. So that's tonight's event. What's going on after you ice that knee and uh, <laughs> rub some dirt on it? Where's Hooven going next? IWC Unbreakable in two weeks, Courtime Sports Center. Um, I know from what I understand, Remy and, and Atticus will be in the house. And if they're there, I'll be there with Keith and Sean. We don't know what's going to happen, but if they want to fight, I think we prove it. We'll, we'll give it to them. Right, right. I, without a doubt, Hooven, you're the man. <laughs> oh, you, you and Keith are the man cleaning up the, the cancer, We're as trying. I said. We're trying. So, <laughs> hey, thanks for spending some time on Can Crushers, and uh, we'll see you in court time on the 6th. Appreciate it. Hooven's not taking this uh, lightly. He's still no, coming. I, yeah, and as he said, he's a genuine human. And he's a fighter. And so you combine those two things, and he's going to put himself where he needs to be to make sure that, uh, you know, people aren't pulling one over on his friends. Yeah, the, the Cogers are still on his radar. Absolutely. Yeah, they have a good look, too. I, I like Remy and that crew. Um, culmination? Culmination, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I like those guys. 
Next comes chest flexor with ginger, the spice of our life. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Versus Professor Ryan Die. Die uh, once again, a new guy. And yeah. This, this is a high stakes championship match, so Chess gets to pick the stipulation of the match. Right. And, and it is a tiki death match. Wow. I never think of tiki and death uh, in the same term, but whatever. I mean, he's the master of it, so he would know what a tiki death match is. The only way that you can win this match is by throwing your opponent over the top rope. Okay, so it's like a two-man battle royal. It is. That's more okay. than Chest. Chest is a... Uh, the, the prankster, you know, he was yeah, the, yeah. the Kofi Kingston of the IWC. Right, right. So this match, I like the shtick that the professor does. Yeah. There's two favorite professors right now. One, yeah. you, because All right. you're you. And then uh, this guy, Ryan um, I'm, still, I'm still like one and he's two, or is oh. it closer than that? Am I like 1A and he's 1B? No, you're, he's two right now. He's All two. Right. All right, yeah, good, yeah. good, good, good. He comes out, and once they tell him the stipulation of the match and everything, he's got whiteboard pants on. You know, like a whiteboard. Yeah. yeah. And he's figuring out the, uh... I like the know. equation to win the match. Yeah. Right. So, he he almost had it. He almost yeah, had it. Yeah, yeah. Well, some, who was it that erased his equation? He might have actually had it had he let him finish the, the formula. Um... The guy that comes out with the I, – I just completely lost his name right now. That comes out with the STDs. Um, yeah. Um, you know who I mean. Yeah. Yeah, the guy with the sunglasses and – Yeah. Yeah. Pump, yeah. For, pump Ferrari. Pump Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it started off this match with the rubber band of doom. That was hilarious. Yeah. This, this – just flicking a rubber band off his head as he's in a headlock. Unbelievable. But All legal in a tiki death match. It is. Chest kind of twisted his knee up a little bit, and Die was taking advantage of it. But Chest got him on the outside. Pretty much got him over the top rope, and Die was ready, ready. And then all of a sudden, the crane kick out of nowhere. Boom. Yeah, karate kid crane kick, yeah. Earlier in the match, uh, actually, that uh, Professor went for a pin, and again... He probably had some calculation on his pants that told him, hey, look, try to find a way uh, mass equals force times distance or whatever to get him over the top rope. But it was erased. And so he went for a pin and then the rest of them, hey, it's not a pin. You got to throw him over the top rope. Or the numbers got just skewed. You know, one one equation, you know, yep. losing that E squared. Yeah, work up. is force times distance. I'm sorry. Work equals force times distance. Whatever. I, you're the English professor and now right. the math professor and document. <laughs> I'm documenting right now, actually. See? All right, moving along. Uh, next up is Dylan Bostic, which we've talked about, Dylan, earlier. Right. Uh, right. Against uh, Judo. Yeah, Judo. Yeah, it, yeah. This kid is uh, RVD-ish. Or Rob Van yeah. Damish. Right, right. And held. I, he had a great cheering section, by the way. He did, yeah. I don't know if he had his parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers and sisters. He had a whole section. Good for him, man, because um, what a way to start a career. He wrestled a really, really nice match. He was very athletic. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought we'd see a little more um, 
with the family involvement. And I, I, it reminded me of when uh, Wardlow defended the, the championship against that really, really big dude. I, I can't remember his name. Um, maybe a year or so ago. Or, um, but he, the guy brought him over to his family and said, is this your boy? And then he chopped Wardlow, and it was just thunderous. And he was beating on him in front of his family. Was so it, I thought maybe we'd, Was it Punishment but, Martinez that uh, came over? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, Nonetheless. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sorry. But um, I, I thought we'd see that, especially from someone as dastardly as uh, Dylan Bostic. Right, right. Dylan ended up getting the victory first. CJ was CJ. Come on now. CJ was worried about streamers or something that have fallen from the rafters. And Dylan hits a low blow, and then CJ turns around, and then Dylan hits the backstabber uh, to get the pin uh, on yeah. judo. But CJ, come on. You're you're the uh, the head referee. Don't yeah, let stream- senior official. Yeah. Yeah, I expected better. You can't. Uh... You knew that, you know, there was that party earlier and there was going to be stuff around. And I know you want to, like, make sure the ring is cleared. You don't want to see a wrestler slip on something and get hurt. But at the same time, you got to be watching the match. And, uh, yeah, that was that was a fail on CJ's part, I'm afraid. He, he blew that call. Tommy Young would not have let that happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Then we get to the main event, which... Wow, what a technical match uh, with the main event. Gory against Jonathan Gresham for the Super Indy title. And, John, this match, half an hour or so, just of... Yeah, despite what the uh, timekeeper was saying, our phones told a different story. Lendl. Nevertheless, you know what I like about those guys? They will not give in they won't quit on what they believe is a story that they want to tell and you could kind of feel maybe the fans sitting on their hands a little bit thinking well what's going on here what's going to happen next this is kind of a slow match Uh, and you could just see them thinking give us a chance here guys give it time this is going to be a payoff and it always is it always is those guys they they may start off a little slow and that's by design but man, do they do they build up the anticipation and the excitement, and and they built up to again a finish that I did not see coming. We haven't seen a finish like this in how long, John? We've been family for thirty years. Yeah, thirty years. Um, the last time I can recall something like that, Rowdy Roddy Piper beat Quick Draw Rick McGraw in a submission, where the referee finally jumped in and said, "That's enough." That's about the last time, I'm sure in the last 32 years it's happened again, but that was the last time that I can remember. Um, but the octopus, man, he just was relentless. Couldn't get the submission. Indian uh, death lock, couldn't do it. Figure four leg lock, couldn't do it. Um, so what did he do? Just stomp that knee until the ref said, that's it, enough's enough. Yeah, because Gory's not one to tap. He, he's right. going to right. pass out You know something. His leg's going to fall off. So, Bobby Bobby said, that's it. This isn't going any farther. Gory's got a career ahead of him. We can't let yeah. this go. Live to fight another night. Yeah, right move by the referee and a brilliant strategy by uh, the octopus, Jonathan Gresham. Because what does Gory like to do? Aside from the technical wrestling, he likes to fly. 
Yeah. So you take, you know, essentially, I don't want to say half his arsenal away, but you take a main part of his uh, repertoire away from him by damaging a leg. Plus, I, I don't think Glory would have been able to hit the Glory Bomb with the 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 power, the girth, the any random word you want to throw in there that he needed. Yeah. And, and if I'm not mistaken, I think he even still tried to go up to the top rope with a bum leg, and it, it didn't work out for him. So it was a good strategy by Gresham. Yeah, yeah. So, like we said, uh, Gresham wins that, and that was the main event. Uh, all in all, this was, I was going to call it a pay-per-view. It was not a pay-per-view. This event for Proving Ground being more focused on the youngsters that just graduated from IWC's wrestling school. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. It was fantastic. And again, guys, everyone that's listening, there's not much better for your money's worth. I don't know if, if it was a sellout last night. It was a great crowd. The it was, it was a huge full. crowd. Yeah, it was a huge crowd. I didn't see any seats. Um, I think the plumbers would be just as happy to add more seats. So get out there, guys, really, for the value. As we keep going back to that, you can't beat it. These men and women are just working so hard to entertain you. You can't beat it. You got to go check out IWC. It's It's good stuff. Next event is October 6th in Elizabeth, Pennsylvania. You can get your tickets now at iwcwrestling.com. And as I said earlier, the main event is going to be a six-man ladder match for the IWC Heavyweight Championship. Three of the opponents or contenders are already named. Of course, the, the champ, Jack Pollock, and then both members of the, the main, main event. event. Yeah. Yeah, Gannon Jones and Duke Davis. So, uh, who else do you throw in there now? I mean, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, you know, Wardlow, I think uh, is the last champion. Uh, he hasn't gotten his rematch. I think he deserves to be in there. Palace I is think, always. As I was just going to say that he's always a crowd favorite. He's always a contender. Um, I think you owe it to him to throw him in there. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, well, for sure. Uh, that, that wraps up IWC Proving Ground 7, the podcast, but, uh, John, so much more wrestling this week. We have Monday Night Raw to come. We have SmackDown on Tuesday. Continue to vote. Do one more plea for me because you are the political man of this podcast. Give us one more plea to vote for the King of the Ring. Guys, come on, man. Please get out there. We're, uh, I'm, I'm texting people I know. I'm sending Facebook messages. You love wrestling. You're listening to us. Go to the Facebook page. Vote. I mean, the first tournament was so exciting. I was thrilled because my two favorite teams of all time met in the finals. And you know why? Because I got on there and I voted. And I encouraged people to vote. So I'm encouraging you to vote. Get on there. It's Magnificent Morocco against Haku. It's a dream match. I want Magnificent Morocco to win. You might want Haku to win. It's going to be close. It's it's really close right now. Every vote counts. And, Get out there and vote, guys. And just a spoiler to end the show, tomorrow's match will be William Rigo against Jimmy King. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably the, the roughest match of, uh, yeah. of the first round. And I hope everybody does their due diligence. That's right. Calling out, can't crush your paw. Do your due diligence to make this match the way it should be. 
No shenanigans, because uh, coming up we have people that haven't wrestled. I'm, if you haven't listened to the podcast, I want to go a couple minutes longer. Uh, if you haven't listened to the, the podcast we did last Sunday about how we got these matches, you still have Stone Cold coming up. You still have, uh, of course, Macho Man and Owen Hart. You still have Booker T coming up. You have Triple H, the Million Dollar Man, Jerry the King Walt. I mean, all these names are still to come. Not to mention Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, well, he's already a Can Crusher champion, but yes, and Brett the Hitman Hart. I, it's unbelievable. It is. There's a lot of big names in this thing. A lot of big names. And they can't move forward without your help. You so, guys are the bookers. I would be the booker. I said well, also. They're the ones voting, right? I mean, they're the decision makers, essentially, aren't they? Well, all right. All You're right. the head booker. You're the head booker. Oh. So not Booker T. I would be Booker A. Right. Correct. Head one yeah. Is, oh, all right. So, a comes before T. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it went downhill fast again, <laughs> folks. And that's the way it happens. It really does. It really, really does. So, uh, John, thank you for one going last night. Oh, that was my pleasure, man. I enjoyed the heck out of that show. Uh, I really hope something comes up that you uh, lose your Jets tickets and you can't go to the football game October 6th because uh, myself and Mrs. Can Crusher have talked this morning. There's no way in hell I'm going to miss Unbreakable. You know, we, we may have to eat some uh, ramen noodles for six weeks so I can get to my IWC fix, but I'll be there. Uh, I'm yeah, gone. I'd be much more excited if I were going there uh, and they were 3-0 and right now, um, but that is obviously not the case. I got a little bit ahead of myself in my uh, <laughs> Talking about it, right? Yeah, all right. Anyway, but uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm going to see them in the Broncos uh, first weekend in October. Yeah, well, getting ahead of predictions. I know this is usually on the sports show. Uh, I I retracted the Steelers pick. It, I I'm not yeah. even picking anybody out of the AFC right now. That's it. Done. Yeah, me neither. Not excited for football. They're playing. They're playing Tampa Bay tomorrow. For the love yeah. of God, Ryan Fitzpatrick right now is uh, the MVP. Yeah, don't talk to me about Ryan Fitzpatrick unless you want to make me mad. I can do that. I can sing shoop. Yeah. I can just sing shoop to you and take care of that. <laughs> All right. Remember, John, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a uh, garbage. Can you finish Oh, I got it? this part. It's called, a, it's called a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. Lots of wrestling this week, folks. Make sure you watch it. John, thanks again. Definitely, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Yeah.